Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, welcome back to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause to get super present in our bodies, in our breath. All right, so if you can, sit comfortably. If you cannot and you're doing something, just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get really um, in your body and in your breath and very engaged in the present moment. All right, so if you can, please sit comfortably with your legs crossed on the floor or your legs uncrossed in a chair and place your palms open on your lap. And since we're in the Calm Down, Come Alive series, let's just take a couple of shoulder rolls just to relieve the tension that you might feel in your neck and your shoulders. So just go ahead and pinch those shoulders up to your ears really tight and then roll them back down and around as you breathe in. And try that again, breathing in through your belly, pinching those shoulders up tight and roll them back down and around. And then just wiggle a little bit. It feels good to just kind of move your shoulders and and then find a place in yourself that feels settled and comfortable. And close your eyes and let's begin. Go ahead and breathe in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and toes. Exhale, release and let go. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand. Taking in the fullness of your breath, exhale and let go of any fear you feel. And breathing in again, pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. On the exhale, release what doesn't serve you. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, allow yourself to relax. And breathing in pure golden sunlight in your heart, in your core, through your entire body, pure golden sunlight. On the exhale, release fear. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, sink into your breath, into your body. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing, just one thing that you feel grateful for. Could be just breathing in this golden sunlight and exhale, release, and let go some more. And breathing in golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, relax a little bit more. 
and breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Release, let go, and feel the gratitude. And breathing in golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in that golden gratitude one last time. On the exhale, open your eyes. So today I want to talk about one thing that really calms me down. And I want to share with you one of the things that created some anxiety for me, like it probably did for you at the very beginning of the pandemic. The very beginning of the pandemic, um, I was just arriving home from taking 20 women to Bali with me on a retreat. We were literally in Vietnam, um, which is so close to China, at the end of... um, January, in the beginning of February. Um, Actually, February 23rd, we flew home from Vietnam via Taiwan to San Francisco. And we had extended our trip by three days because we really wanted to go to Halong Bay. Now, we were watching the news. We, We were in a hotel in Ho Chi Minh City, and we were watching the news. And we could see that it was time for us to get home. Right before we left, I I saw the first article. It was about January 23rd. I saw the first article about the coronavirus. And I was like, whoa, what is this thing over there in China? And here we were flying China Airlines. And I started to get messages from participants at the retreat. Are you worried? Should we do this? And I was like, yeah, I think we should do it. I think we'll be okay. It's early and I I feel confident that we'll be okay. Well, we did get over there. We had an amazing retreat in Bali. I'm so grateful for that trip because it'll probably be the last one I take for quite a while. (laughs) Amazing, amazing trip, amazing retreat, just beautiful. Everything was just perfect. We had three weeks of travel afterwards all through um, Thailand and just all through Indonesia and Thailand and landing in um, Vietnam. So I get home and about 10 days later, we go into our first lockdown. Well, no, 10 days later, I went to LA to, I was still going to a conference, um, an Association of Transformational Leaders conference. I was starting to question, should I do that? And then I visited some friends And then I started to get worried. What if I had contracted the virus and I passed it on to somebody? I was so terrified. More of getting it myself was I started to realize, oh my God, what if I'm asymptomatic and and I don't even know I have this thing? And there wasn't any testing yet or any way to find out. And I just, I, I, and then I got home from Southern California. And the very next day, we went into lockdown in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Well, at this point, I have 
built a very significant retreat business. And at this point, I have two retreats already that I've launched. One is a was a What Now retreat in Sea Ranch, and the other was a retreat that was supposed to happen um, this past September in Italy. And I've already launched these two retreats, and I'm realizing they're not filling because of the coronavirus. But I've got many participants signed up for both. And you know, about two or three weeks into the lockdown, I realized, wow, I I need to, this isn't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I need to postpone these retreats. And I send a notice out to people and I give them the option, you know, do you want to just hold on and see how things go? And, um, and when we reschedule, your position will be locked in, or would you like a refund? And of course, most people opted for the refund. So suddenly I was in this position of realizing, wow, I think I might have just lost my six-figure retreat business that I've spent five years building. And I start to realize that I'm in a position that I haven't ever been in in all my years of business. And that is that I was like, oh no, how am I going to continue my overhead? How am I going to pay my bills? How is this going to work? And this is in my business, granted. And so I realized that I have to make a really, I have to make a pivot. And does this create some anxiety for me? It did. I I, I started to realize I was feeling anxious and So here's where calming down really helps. I had my anxiety triggered, but I realized, okay, you're, you're anxious. So take a look at that. Look at what's causing you anxiety. Well, you're worried that you're not going to be able to pay your, your future bills. You know, I look at my, um, what I have in my account. I look at my liabilities. I look at everything and I realize I need to cut as but I need to cut back as much as possible. So my point to this story is really about when you feel anxiety, it's usually because you need to take action on something that you can't just sit in anxiety. You must take action. You must create an action plan. And always when I take action, I feel better. Why? Because I'm in the driver's seat. I'm in control of my actions and my choices. Now, does that mean there are not uncomfortable choices to make? No. But being uncomfortable isn't being anxious. Being uncomfortable is just being uncomfortable. And you just know that in time, you're going to transition. And in a time of change, we're going to be a little uncomfortable, if not a lot uncomfortable. But how we go through that discomfort um, and we choose to take action on our discomfort will relieve anxiety, will actually be the greatest anxiety slayer that you've ever known. So taking action is really um, powerful because you're stepping and you're, you're moving and you're taking action in a new direction. Now, I had to tell all my beloved team members that I was having to cut back. 
beloved. I love my team so much. And I had to have difficult conversations, very difficult conversations. And early on, because I could already see what was happening and what was going to happen. And I hadn't yet pivoted toward where I was going to find this extra uh, money for my business. Like, what was I going to offer? What was I going to serve? And so I needed to cut back, and that was the first action step I took. Now, another thing that happened for me in my personal life was you realize, like, remember when the stock market just took a dive at the during the pandemic? Well, everyone was like panicked about their um, portfolios and their 401ks and everything, right? So I was too. And I, I thought to myself, all right, how can you use this time as a complete reset? For a long, long time, I have been just spending money and I haven't been super conscious about it sometimes. And I've just done everything I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And I've not really known the level of my spending. And so I decided because I was in lockdown, I just was going to stop spending money. You know, and there are so many things. I mean, the manicures, the pedicures, the facials, the massages, the eyelashes, <laughs> all of that just went to the wayside. The hair, everything went to the wayside. And I, I stopped spending money. I wasn't traveling. I wasn't going out. I wasn't going out to dinner. I wasn't buying stuff I didn't need. And, you know, quite honestly, in my heart of hearts, I've known for the longest time that I can be wasteful. And that really, I've always questioned, like, what do I really need? What if I didn't need anything? How would I live? Maybe it was just, and so I went to the grocery store and I stocked up like everyone else and I bought foods that I love and I decided, well, if I'm going to be home, I'm going to cook and I'm going to cook some really delicious meals and have some amazing salads and make some really yummy soups. And I just began to notice how little I really need. And I've saved so much money. I mean, really, I've always known that for me to save money is not to spend money. And so I literally, um, it was like I had this turnoff valve. It was so odd. I just, I just turned it off. And and it wasn't that difficult because here I was at home, you know, like most of you, I probably had like 25 home projects that I needed to do. Now, quite frankly, I also had a storage unit that I that I cut out that had massive amounts of books and old vintage don't sweat products and all sorts of stuff, stuff from my kids' childhood and and the apartment overflows that happened when they moved out and moved in and moved out and moved in. And I brought all of that home. So that's kind of undone all of my organization that I did do, but I'm not spending $500 a month on a storage unit anymore. Now that said, I have a lot of organizing to do at home. But again, when that gives me anxiety, what do I do? I take action. So taking action when you feel anxious, is probably going to relieve your anxiety more than anything else. But you have to first identify, what are you anxious about? If it's money, 
then do what you can to simplify. Pare yourself down to actually what do you really, really need. You know, I don't waste food anymore. I use up almost everything in my fridge now because I don't go out and I cook from home and and I look at my fridge every day and I say, what do I have? What can I make from what I have? I don't just go to the store randomly. I don't just go buy stuff. I don't think, what do I want to eat? I look at my fridge and say, what can I make from what I have? There's some very simple, um, very simple way for you to um, identify what action needs to be taken. And that is just simply to go inward and ask yourself, what are you truly anxious about? Journal about it for a little while, write it down, and then ask yourself, what's one step I can do today to move forward and give some distance between me and my anxiety? That's what taking action does. It gives you distance between you and your anxiety. I hope that you have found this incredibly inspirational today. I hope that you are beginning to see how beneficial it is to calm down and how much more alive you feel. When we calm down, we are creative. We can solve problems. We can take action on something that will keep us and sustain us and give us more life. Thank you so much for listening. Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff. Come back again. Are you feeling anxious and overwhelmed by recent global events? This is the perfect time to learn how to access your mental health and well-being. And the good news is you can rewire your brain to feel calmer during this unsettling time. With Christine's new Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Happiness Training course, you can be mindful, practicing mindfulness for clarity and calm, You'll learn how to develop your mindfulness practice from the comfort of your own living room with mindfulness teacher, Dr. Shauna Shapiro. Now you can enjoy two happiness training courses for only $29.99 at don'tsweat.com.